Do you use the blue pill to charge your sex life? Have you been thinking about trying the blue pill? What if we can promise you the same results for less than $3 a pill? If you're paying $20 a pill for the other pills, you're getting taken to the cleaners. Our pill delivers the exact same results for less than $3. We'll do the math for you. You'll save more than $16 a pill for the same results. Want more? We'll give you 40 blue pills or 40 yellow pills for $99 and add four more pills free. You save more than $500. You don't have to be a rocket scientist to know what to do next. You need to call and get your 44 pills for just $99. Stop overpaying for the other blue pills. Call us and start saving a ton of money for the exact same results. Ordering is fast and easy with your pills delivered to your door in a non-marked package. 800-223-0992. 800-223-0992-800-223-0992. That's 800-223-0992. Live from San Francisco on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network, you are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with your hosts, Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi. Are you ready? Are you ready? Let's get it on! How's it going, everybody? Brian Alvarez here on Wrestling Observer Live. We are here every day, Monday through Friday, noon Pacific, 3 Eastern, Sunday, 3 Pacific, 6 Eastern. Yes, you know what we're going to talk about on the show here today. WWE Hell in a Cell 2019. I actually got a text message, and I don't know where it is. It doesn't matter. But this person basically said, I got it. Oh, here it is. Ah, what fortuitous timing. On today's show, this person says, can we not give WWE main roster any shine? There was a boycott on all WWE main roster content. Let's focus on great American wrestling like NXT or AEW, even Impact. Anything, this person says, besides the WWE main roster. No, my friend, we can't do that. Because this is a professional wrestling news show. And we have to talk about the news. And the biggest news in the wrestling world is that Vince McMahon is Vern Gagne. Vince McMahon has no idea what he's doing anymore. He hasn't for a long time, but like it was abundantly clear yesterday... This is a disaster. This company is, it's, it's just a, it's a wreck. It's a mess. So yes, we have to talk about this here today. That will be the main topic of conversation. If there's any other news, I'm sure we'll talk about it. I mean, for example, AEW already has four matches announced for their TV show on Wednesday, which is one match more than WWE had for Hell in a Cell after SmackDown on Fox ended. Their, WWE got their biggest audience in forever and they didn't promote one new match for hell in a cell this is going to be the buy rate for this show oh it will be an all-time low i believe but we'll find out but anyway that's what we're going to talk about here today if you want to text us about any of this 425-780-7566 is the text message line no calls today we got way too much to talk about And we'll kick it off after the break. Wrestling Observer Live. You've heard me talking about four hymns and how they're helping guys look their best. If you haven't, 
It's time to see what they're all about. 66% of men start to lose their hair by the age of 35. And once you've noticed thinning hair, it can be too late. Solution, 4hims.com, a one-stop shop for hair loss, skin care, sexual wellness, and more for men. Thanks to science, baldness can be optional. Hims is helping guys be the best version of themselves with licensed physicians and FDA-approved products to help treat hair loss. Order now. Listeners to this program can get started with the 4HIMS Complete Hair Kit for just $5 while supplies last. See website for full details and safety information. This could cost hundreds if you went to the doctor or a pharmacy somewhere else. Go to 4 slash wrestling. That's F-O-R-H-I-M-S dot com slash wrestling. 4 slash wrestling. Hey, travelers. Do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right, call, because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. Our prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first-class tickets. 855-325-1780. 855-325-1780. That's 855-325-1780. Attention to anyone that's written a book or wants to write a book. The process is not that complicated. Take a first step. Even if you write a page a day, you'll build momentum and your book will become a reality. The hard part is getting it published. That's when you need to call Page Publishing. They've got hundreds and hundreds of thank yous from different new authors, just like you. They make the process of publishing your new book and getting it sold online a simple process. You can learn how simple it is right now by calling for your free Page Publishing new author submission kit. One quick three-minute phone call. That's all it takes to get free information and learn how you can get your book published. Pick up your phone right now and call us 24 hours a day at this number. 800-603-0885-800-603-0885-800-603-0885. That's 800-603-0885. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Well, hello, everybody. Wrestling Observer Live. Brian Alvarez here, Mike Sempervivi. Man, I got so much to talk about here today. I'll try to give you some time to talk, Mike. I'll do my best. No, no, go ahead. I got some stuff that I got to say. I feel much better yesterday. I had a... I had a minor breakdown when reviewing the Hell in a Cell finish because as stupid as it was, I actually didn't realize how stupid it was until Vinny and I were actually breaking it down. Before we go any further, just in case, like for some reason that I can't even explain, like you're listening to the show and you don't know what happened at Hell in a Cell 2019, I will very, very quickly recap this. Then I have something I got to say. So... The opening match on pre-show, Nanny beat Lacey Evans to set up a 
last woman standing match on Raw. Now, why? I mean, it was just like a finish. There was no reason to lead the last man standing, but you should know that by now. There's no rhyme or reason in any of this. It will be their fourth match on TV in five weeks. That's tonight. Becky Lynch meets Sasha via submission, Hell in a Cell. This was a very good Hell in a Cell match. If you like Hell in a Cell matches, this was a good one. Daniel Bryan and Roman Reigns beat Eric Rowan and Luke Harper in a tornado tag match. This was a very good match. These men are very good at what they do. Then the show fell off a cliff. We had a 12-minute Randy Orton versus Ali match, which was a glorified SmackDown squash match on pay-per-view that nobody cared about, except when they decided they wanted to chant RKO at Randy Orton, who was the heel. He won clean with the RKO. The Kabuki Warriors, who are now heels, for absolutely no reason, they're just heels now, they beat Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross in an unannounced match to win the tag team titles when Asuka blew mist, which got the biggest babyface pop of anything on the show, the match at least. The Viking Raiders and Braun Strowman beat the OC via disqualification when three men in a six-man beat up Braun Strowman. This was a disqualification. The fans hated it. And then Braun Strowman punched out AJ Styles so he could have the hilarious visual comedy of AJ Styles being concussed by a punch. We could go, ha-ha, he doesn't know what town they're in. This to set up a match with Braun Strowman and what's-his-face, the boxer, Tyson Tyson Fury. Fury. A, a confrontation tonight. They they couldn't even have Braun Strowman pin uh, Luke Gallows or Carl Anderson or anybody. They had to do a DQ. Chad Gable beat King Corbin in an appalling match. It was so bad. They went 12 minutes. It was, it was everything that I told you would happen. Baron Corbin has no more heat than he did before he wanted the King of the Ring. They gave Chad Gable... They didn't give him the win when they needed to. Now, the fans see him as a geek. They don't care. They gave him a fluke win. And then, just to let you know that you are, in fact, Mark for buying into this, they had Baron Corbin beat him up 10 minutes later and make him look like a geek. Charlotte beat Bailey close to Bailey's hometown. It's not really her hometown, but they pushed it as her being a local. Charlotte beat her to become a 10-time ten time, ten time champion. The show was so bad that, like, when it happened, I thought all I was going to read about was, oh, my God, Charlotte's the champion again. I'm sick of it. I hate Charlotte. Well, Seth Rollins and The Fiend was the main event, so everybody's forgotten about Charlotte winning her 10th title. Bailey cried. Seth Rollins. Yeah, so did uh, Sasha. I know you're shocked. Seth Rollins and The Fiend in a Hell in a Cell match. They did everything that all of the WWE loyalists say sucks about New Japan and AEW. Oh, all they do is kick out of finishes. Yeah, Seth Rollins, no joke, delivered 11 curb stomps in this match. He delivered a pedigree. He delivered super kicks. The Fiend kicked out of and no-sold everything. They killed every one of Seth's finishes. They killed the concept of the Hell in a Cell match. Like, I know all of the Bray Wyatt fans are talking about how Bray is just as strong as ever. He knows sold everything. Maybe. I don't even care. All I know is Bray gets this hammer out. This giant, oversized, Joker-style, 
bigger than the Bludgeon Brothers, wacky, enormous, steroided up sledgehammer. This is totally fine. You can try to impale a guy with a sledgehammer in a Hell in a Cell match. But you know what? When Seth went under the ring and he got a little tiny sledgehammer, well, this just will not stand. The referee said, you can't use that, Seth. And Seth used it. The referee disqualified him. Can't believe it wasn't him. Now, of course, the referee was saying. Of course, later on, WWE, to try to make, think about this. They tried to make sense of this. Because I guess, you know, you can't have a DQ in a Hell in a Cell match. This caused Sean Waltman on Watch Along to lose his mind. And what probably will be the last Watch Along once Vince gets word of this. So they know they can't do a DQ in a Hell in a Cell. So you know what they said? They said the referee stopped the match. Do you know what happens in any other combat sport when the referee stops the match? Well, the other guy... The other guy should get the title, right? Are you trying to are you trying to tell me that the referee stopped the match to save Bray Wyatt and that's why Seth Rollins was awarded the title? Is that what you're trying to tell me? When Bray Wyatt wasn't selling anything, that's what you're trying to sell me? So anyway, fans chanted refund. They chanted a word I can't say here on the air. They chanted restart the match. And when it was abundantly clear they weren't going to restart the match, the fans chanted A-E-W, at the top of their lungs. The dumbest show. The dumbest finish. The dumbest everything. So then, so then, I I mean, it pains me to read this. This man, this person is not trying to be a troll. I'm, I'm just here to tell you about life. First says, Brian, please, please tell me that this finish was part of some long-term plan. (laughs) I can't handle this being Vince just not knowing how to finish that match. My friend, my love, what are we doing here? You're going to sit here this morning and you're going to try to convince yourself or me or anybody else, or you want me to tell you that this was part of a plan? Dude, they had three matches announced going into this pay-per-view. Their biggest audience on SmackDown Live and God only knows how long. This was their chance to promote their pay-per-view. They didn't announce one new match. They didn't announce the matches until the pre-show. You think this guy's got a plan? You think any of this is part of the plan? I mean, we had what was allegedly a plan in August to lead to Daniel Bryan versus Roman Reigns. You think that everything that they did with the fake Vintner and things falling on Roman Reigns, and you think that was part of a plan? There's no plan here. There was no plan last night. You know how many matches they have announced for Raw? They got one match that they announced after the finish on the pre-show. They don't got nothing for Raw. I can tell you for a fact there was no plan going into last night's show. It was a bunch of matches, and they came up with an idea, and now they're trying to figure out a plan for tonight, which has nothing to do with anything. There's no planning going on with this company. I've been hearing for over a year now, oh, this, Brian, it's part of the plan. Oh, you're so mad about this. Don't worry. It's part of the plan. There's no plan. 
Name me one program where anything has been part of the plan. There is no plan. So the show sucked. I hope that Raw's better. I don't have high hopes. The plan. Anything you like to add? Was it part of the plan where today you would get made fun of by male enhancement pill companies and porn websites uh, telling you that they could probably help you out as far as booking and satisfactory finishes? Was that part of the plan? Because if I were a genetic jackhammer and still considered myself one, uh, both creatively and physically, boy, I'd be upset this morning looking at that, wouldn't I? Back in a moment, everybody. Observer Live. stock market investor well then you know these three key words buy sell hold those three magic words can make or lose you money in the stock market what if we can show you a time-tested tool that's been helping stock market investors succeed for over 30 years it's called VectorVest, an amazing system designed to make smart investing easy. The VectorVest system analyzes, sorts, and ranks over 19,000 stocks every day and tells you when to buy, what to buy, and when to sell any stock to maximize your profits in less than 10 minutes a day. And if you call right now, you can test drive our amazing VectorVest system risk-free for 30 days for just $9.95. 800 584 that's 800-584-2519 money now 100 is not a lender broker or agent of any lender or financial advisor we do not make loans or credit decisions you must be 18 years or older and a u.s resident to qualify this is not an offer or solicitation to lend i went to moneynow100.com and got the five thousand dollars i needed deposited in my account the next business day if you need money for any reason help is here go to moneynow100.com and get the money you need need to pay off credit card debt go to moneynow100.com need your car repaired need home improvement money visit moneynow100.com if you need fast cash for any reason, go to MoneyNow100.com. Good, bad, or no credit at all. Go to MoneyNow100.com. You could get up to $5,000 as soon as the next business day. Go to MoneyNow100.com on your phone, tablet, or computer. Type in the address bar MoneyNow100.com. That's MoneyNow100.com. This is an urgent health notice for all residents suffering from back, neck, knee, and wrist pain. You may qualify for a pain-relieving brace at little or no cost to you, but the deadline is fast approaching. Simply call the Health Alert Hotline now. You heard right. You may qualify for a pain-relieving back, neck, knee, or wrist brace. These items may even be covered by Medicare or your private insurance. The Health Alert Hotline is your brace company. These specialized braces have been tested for pain relief. Call us toll-free right now to 
determine your eligibility and to learn how to use your private insurance or Medicare to minimize your out-of-pocket cost. Don't wait. If the deadline passes, you may lose your opportunity to get a pain-relieving back, neck, knee, or wrist brace at little or no cost to you. 800-430-9571. 800-430-9571. 800-430-9571. That's 800-430-9571. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Well, let's get started here, everybody. First says, Brian, I'm surprised you didn't figure out the finish before. WWE gave the option on Twitter to have a DQ ending. Can't have The Fiend win his second match, but can't have him been cleaner. He looks weak. WWE screwed themselves here. Hey, listen, I talked about that poll. I tweeted that poll. You know what I hear from everybody on Twitter? Brian, why are you taking some stupid social media poll seriously? They're not going to do a DQ. Oh, have I got one apology for that one today? Nope, not one. First, can we take a break from talking about the horrible booking to talk about how awful all of those stomps looked? Dude, you know what happened? You know what happened when I did that that tag match and Nick Gage no-sold all my super kicks? Like, I pretty much retired. Like... I have no bookings. I have no planned bookings. Like, I'm done for now. I may never wrestle again. This is like the crusher and Baron Von Raschke against the Road Warriors. Just yeah. took all of your spirit. Yeah, what's this Seth geek have? Well, his his curb stump doesn't work anymore. His super kick doesn't work anymore. His pedigree doesn't work anymore. Like, as I mentioned earlier, how many times have I had to hear from these WWE crazies about how New Japan sucks? All they do is kick out of moves. All they do is moves and kickouts and moves and kickouts. There has never in the history of professional wrestling on this planet, never in New Japan, never in AEW, probably never in Mexico, I guess maybe in AAA, but I don't think I've ever in my life seen the, a finish kicked out of 11 times in one match. Never! I mean, maybe you're going to get like three Rainmakers before somebody gets pinned, but 11 curb stomps meant nothing in this match. So now, like, I'm supposed to believe the next time Seth curb stomps somebody, now everybody that gets pinned by a curb stomp is a geek. Especially one curb stomp. You know, um, Asuka got pinned or, 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 or sprayed Nikki Cross with mist and pinned her uh, right in front of the referee. And aren't people, uh, the, the WWE uh, fanatics, really bagging on AEW because we saw a bunch of referee nonsense take place that, 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 that didn't make any sense at all? And not only did we have Asuka do that and in plain sight get the pin, because I guess in some ways, you know, in wrestling folklore, we've had referees be blind to that type of mist plenty of times. It's kind of like the brass knuckles or the, the quarters laying all over the ring when you hit somebody with those, but... What is it with the main event where you had the referee out there as like Oprah as telling Seth Rollins, you know, no, you know what, buddy, that's not you that that that's that's not you. This man has had you crying in the corner uh, several times and you're about to kill him and finish him off. But you know what, Seth, that's that's just not you. That's just not you, Seth. What was what are you a psychiatrist now? (laughs) Are you Lucy and Charlie Brown? Mm, five cents. Ridiculous. This person here says, can you imagine 
The people that happen to say to themselves, hey, I'll watch SmackDown on Fox. That wasn't a bad show. I think I'm going to buy Hell in a Cell on pay-per-view or sign up for the WWE Network. And they got this show. What are they doing? Great way to drive people away from your product. I'm sure they didn't think about that for one second. Mm. Person says, at this point, should I even bother holding out hope that none of this disaster, this current booking will matter next week because of the draft? If you think anything's going to change in the draft, listen, everyone, it's history. Does anybody learn from history? If you listen to this program, you should be learning from history. And history, I'm not even talking about, like, deep history going back to the Monday Night Wars. I'm talking about earlier this year. Earlier this year, they did a draft shortly after WrestleMania, and they had half the roster on one show, half the roster on the other show. And you know what happened? The ratings tanked. And they weren't even head-to-head with football. They were just in the summertime. There was very little competition outside of the NBA playoffs. So with very little competition, their ratings tanked, and Vince said, Ah, gotta put these brands back together again with this wild card. We'll start with four. Then they go on TV and they announce it's five. Then a week later, it's just like a random number of people. Like if you're a tag team, you can as one. And then about three weeks later, like just everybody was going to every show, just going back and forth, back and forth. Now is bright idea. And I mean, like I said, there is no planning. There is no forethought. There is no, hey, you know what? Let, what happened last time? I better think about this. No, it's just, let's make a crazy decision. Let's make a crazy decision, and then we'll figure it out later. Well, his crazy decision is head-to-head with Monday Night Football and with SmackDown going to Fox where we need strong numbers. Oh, let's split these rosters again. It, 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 it just did wonders this summer. I'm sure it'll do better this time. Uh, you know what? If we keep doing the same thing, Vince thinks, maybe it'll be better this time. You know what that is? I don't even need to tell you. I feel like I'm watching Nitro. They're going to be SOL, and you know what that means. That was Kevin Nash's 2,000 catchphrase, which is so apropos today. Person says, whatever you want to say about WCW, at least they had the common decency to stop existing. WWE is making it their life's mission to run off fans and ruin our love for pro wrestling. WWE does not have to ruin your love for pro wrestling. There's great pro wrestling all over the world. I love that AAA show that nobody bought a couple of weeks ago. Apparently me and like 22 other people bought that show. But hey, I liked it. You, you can watch you can watch AEW on Wednesdays. You can watch NXT on Wednesdays. You can watch New Japan, All Japan, Noah, Stardom. You can watch whatever you want. You don't have Defy, to watch the main roster. Uh, Defy, AEW, Beyond. Uh, where do you want to go? I mean, there's a zillion places. There's a zillion streaming services. There's a zillion options. Don't let them kill your love of pro wrestling because, well, they're not really even doing pro wrestling. They're doing their version of sports entertainment, whatever that is. And at least Vince won't be spread too thin next week when it comes to drafts because not only are the drafts going to be taking place on Raw and on SmackDown and NXT, of course, but also the XFL draft will be taking place October 15th and 16th, Tuesday and Wednesday of next week with a bunch of former NFL names and college names that you may know but uh yep yep so remember on top of all of this stuff people the xfl is going to be coming as well too which will obviously make vince uh much more uh lucid and and concentrate much more on the wrestling product surely this person here has a couple of things he says i was thinking about going to tlc but now it seems wwe wants to prove they can treat their fans like crap expect us to still pay i'm not going i hope they're happy they lost my ticket well there's a, there's a level of arrogance involved here, so no, they don't care that they lost your ticket. 
because they're just going to figure that a bunch of other marks, quite frankly, because that's what they think of you, are going to buy tickets for TLC, which, in fact, is going to happen. The person says, I'm a really big Seth Rollins fan. I have an autograph of him. However, I believe he should have lost. This finish made literally nobody happy. Bray will probably be fine, but Seth will not recover for a very long time. I'd be shocked if he's not booed out of the building night. Guess what? <laughs> he was booed out of the building last night. He was booed when he did his promo earlier in the show. The fans booed like crazy when he was hitting his finishers. Why? Because they didn't want him to win. So, yeah, he's going to be booed out of the building here tonight. There's two options for Seth Rollins, who is supposed to be the top babyface, but he is the top geek on both of these brands. He needs to turn heel or he needs to go away. These are the only two options. And, by the way, judging from history, everybody, because that's what I try and do on this show, they're going to do neither they're just going to continue to push him as a top babyface. They're going to continue to fight you. They're going to push this narrative that he's the top babyface. Your marks. You guys need to deal with it. This is the guy we chose. That's what's going to happen. Hmm. I'd be overjoyed if they proved me wrong. And if that truck or whatever drove past Mike's house a little faster. <laughs> that's, a, that's the uh, that's the lawnmower there. Yeah, that's... Uh... Don't worry, though, Brian. Uh, don't worry about being a geek because how does it work? I'm not sure. I'm not a good poker player. Do two cucks beat the geek? How does that work? Because we still have that to look forward to tonight on Paul Heyman and Vince McMahon's Raw. So we've got that. We've had them killing Seth Rollins, and he's helped with that on social media over time. Well, we have Kofi Kingston where, you know, the Kofi Kingston thing is really something, too, because – you know, WWE, this is not a shock that they decided to go ahead and turn the page in the way that they did. But what they forgot about in killing Kofi Kingston the way that they did was Kofi Kingston was symbolic. And symbolic of, you know, for a lot of people, and a lot of people were all in on his title reign because of what it represented and, and how he reflected on them and how they reflect on him. And to kill it in the way that they did was just really short-sighted and another way that they continue to erode a portion of their fan base that they've ignored a lot. <laughs> and, you know, that's on top of everything else this weekend. That one's probably going to be a little bit lost in the shuffle and I think is going to be faded away a little bit from the mainstream. But doing things like that long-term do damage. And <laughs> sooner or later, people stop coming back, especially when they actually end up having options. So that's going to be something that I think a lot of people are going to end up looking at and pointing to down the line when they look at Kofi Kingston's title reign, how it ended, and, and the, the lack of grace of it all. Bert says, between last night's main event and Crown Jewel, I've canceled my WWE Network subscription. They got Saudi blood money. They don't need mine for a while. Then he adds, I just noticed WWE Network no longer offers you a survey asking why you are canceling. How about that? Well. This person here says... I know it's wrestling, and no one is supposed to actually get hurt, but how can I believe a sledgehammer with a bunch of props covering Bray's head would hurt more than having his head exposed and beaten with a sledgehammer? Well, because it's, it, this is wrestling logic. If you put something on a guy's head and then hit him, that hurts worse. Yeah. Just like if, if you put a submission on somebody on the announce table, somehow that hurts worse than if you put a submission on somebody in the ring. He also asked, why is WWE doing headshots again? Well, they were fake. Uh, the, the gimmick, when he did the chair shot to the head, he didn't actually hit Bray's head, he hit the mat, and they shot it at an angle where he couldn't see that. So no, they're not doing headshots. 
but they want you to believe they're doing a headshot with this Bray Wyatt character. This Bray Wyatt character! Back in a moment, Observer Live. At 28, I had struggled with opiate and meth addiction for 12 years. I did and said things that the sober me never would have done. One day I realized I was not invincible. I was not exempt. And that's when a friend told me about elite rehab placement. They gave me the tools I needed to get sober, and all it took was the one phone call. Elite Rehab can help you start to break your addiction problem and get sober in as little as seven days. And we'll work with your insurance provider to help cover the costs. Plus, we have travel assistance programs to get you here by plane or train. Make this free call right now to learn more. 800-403-5912. That's 800-403-5912. Imagine this is your money and someone wants to take it from you. Who is it? The IRS. They want your money. And guess what? They can legally take it, all of it if they want. Remember, they sent you that letter that said, hey, you owe us a bunch of cash and we're going to take it from you. So what do you do? Fight back by letting our team of experts at the tax helpline work it out with the IRS so you can keep your money. And we're good at what we do. When you hire us, you get a team of guys on your side that know the IRS laws and will fight to save your money. So if you owe the IRS a ton of cash and you want to keep it, call right now and learn for free how we can help you put it back in your pocket. 800-932-1749. That's 800-932-1749. We paid less for our Craftmatic today than we did 20 years ago. If you're still searching for the perfect solution to a good night's sleep, call now for prices and free information on today's Craftmatic adjustable beds. And then decide when you see how little they cost. Rated number one by consumers nationwide on ConsumerAffairs.com. Craftmatic beds come in all mattress types, including cool gel memory foam for up to 50% less than today's leading memory foam brand. Enjoy temporary relief of low back pain, poor circulation, nighttime heartburn, mild arthritis. You'll sleep better in a Craftmatic adjustable So if you're still searching for the perfect solution to a good night's sleep, call now for prices and information, and then decide when you see how little they cost. Discover Craftmatic for less, up to 50% less than today's leading memory foam brand. Call 1-800-371-9608. That's 1-800-371-9608. Call 1-800-371-9608. Call now. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also WrestlingObserver.com. I had a... Hold on a second. Okay. I had a... I had a buddy who uh, is not a fan. I mean, this is putting it lightly. He is not a fan of Vince Russo. And 
I think it's pretty clear I am not a fan of Vince Russo. But this person pointed out to me, and they were correct, that as stupid as it was and as horrible as it was, the build to Vince Russo winning the WCW world title, the build and the delivery was, in fact, better than WWE's build and delivery of Hell in a Cell with Seth Rollins and Bray Wyatt. It's inconceivable, but it's true. For like three weeks, all Russo did was he talked about, oh my God, it's my childhood dream to win the WCW title. And he built it up for Nassau Coliseum, Long Island, his hometown. He had been feuding with Goldberg to set it up. They do the match with him and Booker T. Goldberg ends up doing a run-in. Goldberg spears him half to death through the side of the cage. He happens to hit the ground first. Like, should Vince Russo have won the WCW World title? Of course not. I mean, they were running off fans in droves. But that buildup, that storyline, and that delivery was, in fact, better than what did WWE do? Well, one day, randomly, Bray Wyatt does a Firefly Funhouse and just says, I'll be facing Seth Rollins at Hell in a Cell. What? Okay, well, whatever. All right. The build is Seth Rollins' top babyface crying like a baby every time some dude in a mask gets in his face. And by the way, everybody that gets mad about this whole mask thing, Seth Rollins, in his promo last night, he didn't just say The Fiend. He said, I've never faced anybody like The Fiend, Bray Wyatt. I'm like, dude, I've seen you wrestle Bray Wyatt like a dozen times. You've wrestled Bray Wyatt before. What are you talking about, you monumental geek? And then, as part of the build for this, they promote this special about Kane and the first Hell in a Cell. And you watch this special, and it's like, my God, the build to that Hell in a Cell was incredible. The match itself was incredible. The payoff was incredible. That's how they built up to Sunday night where their plan was for them to go in there and for the match to end in a DQ because of a hammer. Are you kidding me? I'm disgusted. I was disgusted yesterday. I'm even more disgusted the more I think about it. And you still got Raw to go for tonight. Oh, I can't wait. A lame duck show because the big show is Friday and next Monday and next Wednesday when they do the draft. Yeah. Can't wait to see what they do tonight. When's Survivor Series? Who cares? End of November. Well, okay, because I'm trying to think, of, is there anything that comes up that they're supposed to be promoting that they're going to ignore because they got to promote Crown Jewel? Oh, yeah, they got to promote Crown Jewel on Halloween. So, yeah, we're going to build up a bunch of WrestleMania-caliber matches that the only way you can see is if you support their trip to Saudi Arabia. Whoop-dee-doo. Good times. You know, a lot of people are asking me if I was going to take a victory lap or, you know, am I right about Bray Wyatt? And... It's not. It wasn't about being right about Bray Wyatt. The character was a really cool remix on what he was, and some of the visuals have been amazing. I just didn't trust them, and I don't trust them. And it's not over yet, so I can't say I didn't trust them. I, I still don't trust them. And last night was a great example as to why. And the fact that they shoehorned him in without thinking into a feud with Seth Rollins, which never should have taken place in the first place, you know, him going out there and still destroying dudes and being in feuds and doing things that, that build up to Seth Rollins would have made a lot more sense. You know, if he would have given Seth Rollins a reason to be scared, 
You know, then maybe Seth cowering in the corner. Yeah, it was so scary. He turned off the lights and he put a mask on. Oh, yeah. Oh, I'm so scared. And, you know, the problem is what legs is this thing going to have? And I worried about that. And I look at the past and I think about his his sister, Abigail, burning in a house with Randy Orton. And then there were worms in the ring, uh, the superimposed and then maggots and. They had the exploding TV gimmick thing with Dean Ambrose, and we had creepy kids with John Cena, and 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 just it's been one thing after another. Where if if maybe he was left up to his own devices, you know, the the man, uh, the the Rotundo playing Bray Wyatt. I mean, he came up with a lot of this stuff. Apparently, you could see the creativity there, but you, you can also see where once WWE gets its hands in something. And once they they think of their creative ways to add to it, that it becomes overwrought and overdone. And I just didn't believe, and I still don't believe, that there's going to be a good end of this Bray Wyatt character. Because what have they done to give me any faith that there is going to be a direction that ends nicely or that works well? It's just I haven't seen it yet. I haven't seen it with Roman Reigns. I've seen it. I haven't seen it with Daniel Bryan. Although they're they're doing whatever it is now again with him. I mean. Pick, just choose. Pick your pick your character in WWE and see how they've been bastardized, or see how they've been completely shelved by WWE trying to push them and make them something they're not, and present them as something they're not to people that are are obviously rejecting it. This person here says, Brian, if you can't use a sledgehammer, why was it under the ring? Well, I'm sure they needed that sledgehammer to put that ring together. I'm sure that'd be their explanation, even though. Well, Vinny put a lot of rings together. I don't even remember a sledgehammer being used. Especially, you don't even have a ring post. You've got those LED posts. You can't use a sledgehammer on those. Yes, I actually answered that question. Wait a second. You, you put it on Vinny like he was always putting, what, you didn't, you didn't do your part? You didn't pay your dues and put that ring up? I paid my dues in other ways. Uh, like reviewing Raw. Person says, I loved the video posted on YouTube where you talk about WWE treating fans like marks. That is exactly how they look at us. Through the years, I've abandoned WWE and came back a few times. But now that AEW on TNT is on Wednesdays, I'll be watching that instead of Raw and SmackDown. I will tune back in when I start hearing from the wrestling community that they turn things around. Don't hold your breath, buddy. Everyone on the main roster has been muddled by terrible booking. I'm no longer invested in any of the characters. I keep watching, hoping that things will turn around, but it never does. Well, now we have options. Impact is coming to Access, NXT, and AEW on Wednesdays, AEW Dark on Tuesdays. In the past, I let WWE kill my love for pro wrestling. I have to remove myself from this toxic, uh, toxic relationship. Two things. Number one, I want to make this abundantly clear, okay? Do it. There's a lot of really smart people that work for WWE. A lot of them. Office people, people in creative, wrestlers, obviously. I mean, just watch X-Pac on Watch Along. I mean, he's... He's just X-Pac. But, I mean, you, you don't think anybody else watching that show thought that same thing, how stupid that was? You think the wrestlers are defending that show last night? The creative is defending the show? It all comes down to Vince. Vince McMahon. Now, Vince McMahon, I just want to make sure that I get his exact age so I don't screw this up. Because this is, this is very important. Vince McMahon at one point was phenomenal. I wrote a book, 100 Things WWE Fans Should Know and Do Before They Die. It's available on Amazon.com. This coming Saturday, by the way, cheap plug, I will be doing a book signing at the Barnes & Noble in Northgate, just outside of Seattle. It'll be at 2 o'clock p.m. this coming Saturday. 
So if you're in the Seattle area, I would love to see you there. I'll be signing books. We can chat. It's going to be a lot of fun. The Northgate Barnes & Noble, Saturday, October 12th, this Saturday at 2 o'clock p.m. The very first entry in 100 Things That WWE Fans Should Know and Do Before They Die, it's Vince McMahon. I dedicated the book to Vince McMahon. WWE is his life. He will go down as the greatest promoter of all time. But he's lost his mind. And he doesn't know what he's doing anymore. And this business has passed him by. And he's out there, a 74-year-old man, trying to promote pro wrestling and trying to get young kids into it and teenagers and young adults, and they're not into it. The only people watching the show are people over the age of 50. People that grew up as wrestling fans, and they just can't stop watching. So the point of all of this is, He's 74 years old. Now, granted, he's done some crazy things in his life. And I don't know how long he's going to last, all right? But I do know that his mom is still alive. And it is possible that he's going to be doing this into his late 70s, his early 80s, his mid-80s, maybe even into his 90s. And he's never going to give up control until he's gone. And you can look at WWE booking over the last year, two years, three years, and the older he gets, you can see a steady decline in things making sense and long-term planning and him remembering what he did a week earlier. It's only going to get worse. It's not going to get better. He's not going to be 74 and then all of a sudden be 76 and be more with it. He's going to be less with it with each passing year. And unless, God forbid, I do not want to see Vince McMahon pass away, but unless he passes away or unless for some reason like there's a big coup and he's removed from power, it's only going to get worse, right? Is there anybody out there who's thinking, well, he's going to be 80 and all of a sudden he's going to figure out how to do this? Does anybody really think that? Honestly. Because if you do, boy... I got some stuff that I can sell you at an inflated price. It's just a reality. Well, what what 74-year-old has got his finger on the pulse of... Not this one. Well, yeah, and, and even if things were going great, you got to look at things and go, you know, when, when the filter for your everything is 74 years old... How do you reach out? <laughs> you know, and we 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 are seeing it with Paul Heyman being back and Eric Bischoff being back and some of the things that they do. Eric Bischoff, Eric, that Bischoff. was his plan. Let's take a guy who hasn't been successful at promoting since 1997. Do you guys realize what year it is? It's going to be 2020 in a few months. He has not had a successful run as a promoter since 1997, and we're going to pull him out of Wyoming where he's been doing a podcast and hunting, and we're going to have him allegedly in charge of SmackDown. That was the plan. Come on. Man. What's going on here? Besides you know, the obvious. This is just, just one to throw out there, too. You know that Ali, he could have used that win last night. I know it doesn't It wouldn't matter. have mattered. They killed he's him so game, bad. But... It would have been like Chad Gable winning. Like, he needed that win, but he needed that win a long time ago. Now nobody cares. 
so funny too with Gable because it's like you know the like you mentioned this on the show with Dave last night and it's true the crowd at home isn't hearing commentary Barry Chad Gable so even though the match goes on too long you know him getting the win was still like something and then they announce him as Shorty Gable then backstage you have to make sure that hey were you happy with this former Olympians win well guess what this guy's gonna kill him again because eat and. There we go. Rinse, wash, repeat, and, and there you go. It's just Dude, that one wasn't even heat. You know what that one was? That was he's a short guy and he's never going to be a top guy. But Corbin is tall and I'm sure Vince thinks he's very good looking and a good talker. And so we have to let you the fans know that he's the star. Chad Gable got his little win. You can cheer for him if you want, but he's never going to get past this level. That's what last night was. The same Bye. thing they did with Kofi. But by a guy that they don't even play to his strengths. Again, I'm not saying go with my idea of making him a big boss man type of hit man, but it's like if you cared about Baron Corbin that much, the guy who at one point you said killed your ratings and was killing your company, to to look at him that way and keep repackaging him and think King Corbin is a good idea. I mean, come on. I can a moment observer live. But you can never hide the Mountie Always gets his back I'm the Mountie I'm handsome, I'm brave, I'm strong Not too long ago, it felt good to withdraw your cash from the bank, didn't it? For a vacation or a new car But today, withdrawing your own cash has become risky Pat Boone here for Swiss America According to The Secret War, a new Swiss America white paper, I learned that all banks are now required to spy on you and me for the government and then report any financial behavior deemed suspicious or unusual. You must read The Secret War. It's free. Truth is, I believe the government's new war against cash is really a war against us all. But The Secret is now out. So please, get and read The Secret War. Pick up your phone and call right now. 800-932-5517. Once again, that's 800-932-5517. Hi, I'm Dr. Robert Clapper, Chief of Orthopedic Surgery at Cedars-Sinai Medical Group in Los Angeles, California dedicated to your health, your life, and your sports. As a weekend warrior, you know about sports injuries and pain. Exercise is an important element in keeping your body's core in good shape to minimize sports injuries. But when you are in pain, there is one product that I recommend to my patients, and that is Blue Goo Gel. Blue Goo consists of a proprietary formula developed specifically for the treatment of inflammation and general muscle aches and strains. I recommend Blue Goo for my patients coping with hip and knee pain before surgery, especially bursitis and tendonitis. Give Blue Blue Goo a try. Call 1-888-330-0123 and you'll receive a one-week supply of Blue Goo absolutely free. The makers of Blue Goo are even paying the shipping. The number again is 1-888-330-0123. If you want more information on Blue Goo, visit online at www.dothegoo.com. Now available at select big five stores near you. 
Attention business owners, are you struggling while waiting for your customers to pay on their net 30, 60, or 90-day invoices? Can't get a business loan, have no equity, bad credit, or maybe no credit at all? Then you need to call AmeriFactors right now. AmeriFactors will give you cash for your invoices and there's nothing to pay back. We simply buy your account receivables and if those clients don't pay on the invoices, we take the loss. We give you funds based on your account receivables not your credit. And 98% of all applicants are approved. It's that simple. With AmeriFactors, there's no more waiting for your customers to pay. We give you the funds up front, then we wait for your customers to pay us. Fund your business today. Call AmeriFactors right now. 800-847-1183. 800-847-1183. That's 800-847-1183. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. I'm Mike Sempervivi, also of WrestlingObserver.com. There's not a lot of them, but there are some people, of course, defending the finish last night because they're mm-hmm. out of their minds. And I just want to mention that, do you even remember, do any of these people remember what Hell in a Cell is? Do you remember Mankind and Mick Foley? Do you guys remember all of the crazy things that happened inside Hell in a Cell? Do you know how many times Triple H has used a sledgehammer in a Hell in a Cell match? It was never a disqualification. Like, why do we have to make up stuff when they do something really fantastically, monumentally stupid? I don't understand. I mean, I kind of do. I mean, I kind of understand. Like, this is your thing, and you don't want to feel dumb for watching it. And so you got to find a way to explain to yourself how it's not dumb and everybody else is wrong so you feel better about it. If that's what you got to do, fine. Just leave me out of it. Deal with it on your own. Why did they not bother if they were going to do something like this? If Bray's supposed to be that crazy, instead of having him lay there and be pounded on like that in the way that he was, have him hold Seth's neck outside the ring and have the cage start to come down on it and then... He's disqualified for essentially kicking too much ass. Instead, they do it in a way where nobody's helped out. And I'm sure tonight we got to stay tuned because the story's not over yet, as they always like to say. What do we know? you got to let things play out. Well, we'll see. So I just want to mention, by the way, that the WWE website, the WWE logo has the Susan Komen ribbon on it, but there were no pink... Ribbons last night. There were no Susan Komen video packages. So I guess we'll find out what the story is this year tonight on Raw. A lot of white flags, though, went up last night from a lot of people, it sounds like. We're out of time, everybody. Thanks, y'all, for listening. Check out all of the shows as a subscriber to WrestlingObserver.com. Don't miss out. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Wrestling Observer Live. Wrestling Observer Live.